Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast, episode number 43. Stancy at your service to my right, Ro Moran. Papi, asan si Camus? That is a very good question because from the moment that we entered the recording studio inside Melo 94.7, we actually found a cassette tape. Yeah, Who yeah. uses cassette tapes these days? Yeah, Camus isn't here, but we found this mysterious cassette tape waiting for us. Naka-address natin, di ba? Yeah, to Stan and Ro. So we played it. And, well, we had to include it here. Because, well, see for yourself. Yeah, there's a message for you. Listening on? Listening on. Okay. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. This is your boy, Raf Camus, broadcasting from an undisclosed location in northern Luzon. Why in Northern Luzon and not at the Mellow 94.7 Studios? Because fuck this shit. The Royal Rumble is supposed to be, you know, my favorite pay-per-view of the year. I fucking hosted a viewing party for y'all. And you guys came out, and it's fun, and it's nice, and we'll do it again. Maybe for Fastlane, I don't know, something sometime soon, but... You know what, right now, I don't want to do wrestling. I don't want to be in the studio talking to Ro and Stan and, you know, discussing it online at the groups. Because you know what, at this point, everything's been said. Everyone has a fucking opinion about Roman Reigns winning the Rumble. And you know what? It's fine. You're entitled to it. But you know what? It's all a load of bullshit. I don't care if all these people want to unsubscribe from the network. I don't care if it's Vince's fault. I don't care if you don't like Roman. You think he wasn't ready. And that it's Daniel Bryan's turn. And you know what? Sammy fucking Zayn didn't even show up to the Rumble. But you know what? It's okay. We're entitled to our opinions. We are entitled to talk about it. But the thing is, we shouldn't be assholes about it. And that's what everyone fucking is. Not necessarily use this thing to the podcast right now, but every fucking one of you is saying something, which is good. And I like that. That's why we're here. That's why we put up this podcast so that we can talk about it. So that we can, as a community, talk about wrestling. Because it's fun. But you know what? It stopped being fun last night. Stop being fun for me. And you think that it's 
natural for everyone to feel this way? No, it's not. People don't just unsubscribe and tune out and shit for no reason. So I'm doing what every single good Jesuit boy learned how to do in high school, maybe in college, and that's decompress in a retreat. So I made my way up to Novaliches, Sacred Heart Novitiate, and I'm here with the Jesuits right now, just hanging and chilling and figuring out life because you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm done with wrestling for a while, okay? Because you know what? I don't want to watch. I don't want to participate. I don't want any of this anymore because you know what? It's annoying. I'm tired of Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns deserve to win. Roman Reigns' time is now. Roman Reigns is not good enough. Roman Reigns doesn't have more than 10 moves. Roman Reigns is not ready for Brock Lesnar. I don't give a shit. I don't want this shit. I don't want to listen to you guys bitch and moan about this shit anymore. I'm done. I've had it. And so you know what? Tonight or this morning or whenever the fuck you listen to this podcast, you guys have fun. Listen to Stein and Row for a while. Listen to the show without me because I'm fucking beyond livid and incest and pissed off. And you know what? I am beyond irate. So irate even that I have to go fucking enlist the Jesuits of all fucking people in the world to help me out and figure this shit out for myself. Because you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with wrestling for a while. And you know what? Sometimes that's a good thing. So Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast, you guys enjoy for a while. Because you know what? I had a good time at my wrestle at my wrestling party in the house. It was fun. We had pizza. We took pictures. We hung out with my dog. And you guys had fun. But you know what? It stopped being fun. And it's not all Roman Reigns' fault. So you know what? Do yourselves a favor. Figure out what you want to be as wrestling fans. Okay? Just figure it out. Because right now, I'm figuring shit out. For myself. Maybe for you. Maybe for this podcast. Maybe for, I don't know, PWR even. But fuck this shit, man. I'm done with wrestling for a while. And I don't know when I'm gonna be back. I don't want your future. And I know I stole that line from fucking Professor X, but you know what? That's what it is. I don't want this immediate backlash and prognostication and what have you anymore. We're too quick to judge. We're too quick to give and sentence our thoughts. It's too instant. It's too much at once. Yes, I feel that Daniel Bryan should have won. No, Roman Reigns is not ready. Brock Lesnar is a fucking beast for doing what he did. John Cena still sucks. His shirt's still ugly. Seth Rollins and the Phoenix Splash is so awesome. And I like it. DDP Yoga is good for you. And you know what? Maybe it might even help you out. But you know what? I'm unplugging for a while. Respect that, okay? So I'm sending this tape over 
to stand in row at the studios because I don't want to see them and apologize to friends and be weird and shit. And I don't care anymore. So you guys have a good time. And you know what? I'll see you when I see you. Maybe it's at Vendetta. Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's at WrestleMania. I don't know. Maybe it's when CM Punk comes back. Maybe it's when Sami Zayn gets called up to the main roster. But for now, fuck this shit. I'm out. Take care of yourselves. And as my boy Ro says, peace. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I did not imagine hearing a rant like that. Sure, you know, the Royal Rumble happened. A lot of us were pissed. But I did not imagine Nag-amok. outrage to that level. Nag-amok. <laughs> Nagwala si Papi. Nag-amok. Biglang... <laughs> I have to. I have expected uh, Crispine Basilio. But no, not really. <laughs> you know you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that last verse in Stand by Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, thankfully, he didn't seem to have driven his car off a bridge. Yeah, thankfully, he didn't really go that over the deep end. But uh, when will he be back? Man, I don't... It sounds like he's doing some pretty serious soul searching up there. No, yo, I've I've been I've been to Ateneo, obviously, but I know that that Jesuit novitiate in Novaliches is miles, miles away compared to the supposed solitude you find inside Ateneo. Gotta have you been. I know it's I don't know Novaliches is kind of far, but. I don't know where this um, novitiate is. I would say it's pretty isolated. Like from stories uh, of friends who've actually visited the uh, Sacred Heart novitiate. House, yeah? yeah, yeah. Some people actually do <laughs> retreats over there. Uh, you know, that's where some people go for where they visit their friends who've entered the priesthood, the Society of Jesus. <laughs> so I guess Raf, you know, he needed to do that. He needed to find Jesus. To find Mama Mary. Well, speaking of Camus... Um, Speaking of the Royal Rumble as well, last Monday night, um, Philippine time, we had a Royal Rumble viewing party at his house. Yeah, so that thank is you. the root of this whole thing. Actually, we got to thank Camus for hosting yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to thank all of the, the boys and girls from SGP who actually showed up and helped I, us make that uh, viewing uh, party possible. Let's, let's be real, let's be real. It wasn't that many people. I mean, like a handful like, of people. Uh, uh, one and a half handfuls of people who were there. But it was all good fun, no? Yeah, it was and a lot of fun. I think that. Uh, if Camus decides to come back from his, uh, I don't know, sabbatical, sabbatical, <laughs> his journey, his quest for enlightenment, self- enlightenment. <laughs> I think I have a pretty good feeling that, as he said, we might be uh, watching Fastlane and and other pay per views at his at his home. Pero mahirap I mean, I for one cannot. Uh, cannot so, avoid watching the live stream unless oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have something me, to me do. Me too, me too, me too. Uh, uh, you know, the, the live shows are always on a Monday morning. Right. And that's a work day for most of us. But and it's a lazy day. But for a lot of people, when you're coming yeah, in on a Monday... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, I get it. So you can kind of afford to actually do... Yeah, know, it, to, it's to pretty watch. tough. You know, it's pretty tough. I was um, trying my best to avoid opening, first of all, my main... Uh, Facebook feed, yeah, my main Twitter. I actually, I had to, I had to avoid the whole of Twitter because even when you don't look at your main Twitter timeline, yeah, you trending topics, papi. Right, I, and and my trending topics are on, in the states. Eh? I don't, I don't like seeing the Philippine trending topics. Who so, likes seeing the trending exactly. topics? Exactly, that's, that's, that's why I shifted it to Chicago. Ah. So, 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 and in every wrestling event, whether it's Raw, a pay per view, 
uh, a big wrestling event, lagging trending topic in WWE, and that's a, a testament to WWE's social media power. Right, right. And and those trending topics also eventually end up being spoilers in some way. That's true. Because like if let's say a big return happens, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. Sting returned at Survivor Series, uh, it the first uh, the first unintended. Trending topic I saw was Bubba Ray. Ah, okay. Okay, na. okay, um, okay. Um, I'm guessing. I guess Bubba Ray was a surprise entrance entrant at the Rumble, so okay, it wasn't that big of a consequence. But sure, all the same, I would have liked to be legitimately surprised as everyone else was. But now I learned my lesson. I have to avoid Twitter altogether. Altogether, I have to turn off all my notifications, uh, uh, at least for SGP or all of my other wrestling groups and. And I also have a few friends who will post uh, wrestling um, links yeah. on on the main news uh, on the main Facebook feed. Right, right. So, up talaga, up talaga. Um, and but amazingly, I was able to do it. Yeah, I gotta admire you. I've gotta admire the other folks over at SGP who actually were able to stay true to their to your panata of not having caught any of uh, any of the Royal Rumble beforehand before the par- viewing party, not uh, getting themselves spoiled by going on social media. It's really hard. And yo yo, I'm sure it was easier for other people. I'm sure it was. Uh, oh, um, alam ko mahirap para sa. Oh yeah, because you're not you're you're at home at that time. Right. So it's fine. It's fine. But uh, I'm I'm guessing it's easier for other people because they are. Uh, they have to be busy at their workplaces. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, although it circumstances the, are different. <laughs> it is the first time I will admit. Now, I literally um, did work deliberately so as to not, you know, tempt myself into watching the Rumble live. Now, it's pala lagging ganon, right? So bosses would like that. Bosses would love that so that they can actually. Oh, get yeah, 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 yeah. And and the good thing is, I uh, it's actually it's the first time I've actually sat down. And watched the Fox broadcast. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't do that. Um, first of all, I don't have a TV in my Makati apartment. Okay. Second of all, I, you know, I've had to, I've always managed to watch the live streams. Sure. And uh, you know, commercials. Right. Then. Right. Uh, so and then and you know, uh, I, I saw the. Fox broadcast. Maganda pala siya. Yeah, it's HD. Legit well, HD. It depends actually kung saan ka subscribe because if you have the Fox SD, which is channel 50, um, it's yung, yung Fox ko kasi is different from what Camus had. So yeah, he had right. an HD version. No, uh, but um, um, the Fox broadcast in general, well, WWE broadcasts now in general are legit HD. That's kahit, true. Kahit hindi HD yung TV mo, kahit hindi HD yung channel mo, may, HD, may pagka-HD pa rin siya. Yeah, it's much better than what we used to watch on, let's say, Jack TV back in the mid-2000s. Right, 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 so right. it's a, a huge, huge improvement. Now, uh, the, being there, you know, just watching the Royal Rumble, whether you caught it at a viewing party later, later at night, especially if you're Pinoy, or at the, the live stream, or the li- uh, you know, just watching it live mismo, there were a lot of mark-out moments. I'll give, I'll give that pay-per-view that. I mean, that triple threat match for the championship was one one of the best matches I've seen probably um, over the last 12 months. I would put it up there. Uh, it was a really, really good match. And then the Royal Rumble itself, lots to talk about. We're going to dive deep into that uh, later actually, on. We should, no, we should dive, dive into it now because um, at this point, I don't think any of us, any of you guys are expecting us to do spots and botches. Actually, yeah, that's a very, very good point. I mean, if we were to do spots and botches, we're going to dissect the rumble to its uh, the, the most minute detail. No, that's something we're not willing to do. Let's get right to it. Raw. There was no Raw this week as it was snowed out. But we will talk about Raw later on after we talk about the Rumble. So let's talk about the Rumble. And um, I'm going to have to put this out there because at some point, Raw over here actually agreed or kind of saw things my way when I would say that this year's Royal Rumble is the worst Royal Rumble, not ever, 
but in recent memory. Ang thing ko lang dun is that you mentioned that I came around, but the thing was I was trying to digest it and not let myself get carried away by any sort of emotion after after watching it last night um, for the first time. Sure. Because uh, I originally did predict Roman Reigns to win, but not because of excitement or a desire to see him win, but because I didn't expect the WWE to not break our hearts. Ah. It's like I'm So you're kind of jaded in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, it's, it's like when there's no clear Rumble winner, you kind of have to, if I were a betting man, you kind of sure. have to put your money behind the WWE's golden boy. Which is kind of like how it was two years ago. Remember 2013, there was clear-cut Rumble winner except Cena. Right. And so when John Cena won, all of us were like, eh, yeah, it was bound to happen. But yeah. what we saw this year in the 2015 Rumble was very much like last year's Rumble, which really sucks because you would have thought that Vince would have learned from last year's uh, disaster of a Royal Rumble, especially with Rey Mysterio as a babyface having come out to what we now call Rey Mysterio heat, with his only fault being the fact that he's not Daniel Bryan. And you know, we, we all know this by now. Daniel Bryan came out 10th. He did you know, contend in the match for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, I missed that again. Ten minutes. I timed it. Oh, really? Okay. I, did. I thought I thought um, people were just exaggerating. No, no, no. I, I timed it because when I first watched, I was like, "We talking about Daniel Bryan?" And that's one of the reasons why I actually went over to Kamas' house to catch the rumble again. Okay. I wanted to time Daniel Bryan's, uh, um, you know, how how much time his duration in the match. I actually wanted to time that for myself. And true enough, he came out midnight, ng Pinoy time, mm. and he got booted out twelve ten a.m. Okay. So yeah, ten minutes more or less, deba. Right? Um. Ah, sheesh Where do I begin? Uh, the fact that right after Daniel Bryan came, uh, was eliminated Everyone else that came out after him Got Rey Mysterio heat Unless they were Ryback, Dolph Ziggler, or Dean Ambrose Yeah, tama, tama. And, well Even, you know, some of the other guys you mentioned Like Ryback and Ambrose They didn't get that much pops eh? And know, you would oh, expect yeah, more It was like, oh, oh yeah, we'd love to see this guy But in the end, it doesn't matter But uh, the main guy they were really rooting for was Dolph Ziggler. After Daniel Bryan oh, got booted they, out, um, I was, As I was saying, they lost the crowd after Bryan got eliminated. Yeah. And then they got it back after Ziggler came out. Right. And right. then they lost him again. Because Ziggler of the way Ziggler out. got thrown out. Ziggler was there for like, what, five minutes, three minutes? Yeah, man. I would say uh, between five and eight. We can actually check right Lesser now. Lesser than Brian, even. Right? Yeah. Uh, he got eliminated by a knockout punch, and then Show and Kane unceremoniously dumped him over the top rope. Yeah. Um, it's really... They were really committed to breaking our hearts with it. You know? So you think that it was actually a conscious decision. Now, let's fucking break their hearts. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's a conscious decision. Uh, it's a conscious decision, because there's also a law that states that if you can attribute a fuck up to incompetence, yeah, rather than malice, right? Then it's the the incompetence is more likely. Uh huh. So I think it's not a conscious decision. It's more like that. Again, we they wanted this to happen, and they were so out of touch, out of tune. Deaf to everyone else, and that's what they made happen. You know what? Uh, you know, just just to go a bit off topic, off tangent, like you were right. Dolph Ziggler lasted all of two minutes and nineteen seconds. Man, see, like like the one guy people really popped for after Brian came, uh, after Brian went out, 
lasted but two minutes. Yeah, like like I said, like I've been saying online, did they not did they not learn from last year's fiasco? Especially if it's a conscious decision. Ito, I'm actually wondering. Let's right. say, let's say now they really had this plan to let Roman Reigns win and that everything that went down really was planned. Rigid na yun. Wala, no, no going back. After Daniel Bryan got eliminated, right. let's say Vince was perceptive enough, sensitive enough to see that everyone was getting Rey Mysterio heat. Dolph Ziggler's coming out last. Can he change the script and have Dolph win? Let's say Reigns is already out there. Can it's, he actually make that happen? I think he, I think he could because um, you know, the referees have a direct line to backstage, the production. Sure. And if Vince decided to change the finish, he could easily tell the referees who can find a way to relay it to the talent, the talent in, sana in time before anything drastic happens. Man. I don't know. It, uh, it was really, really a heartbreaker. Um, more than a heartbreaker, I, I can understand where people like Amos are coming from when they're livid and irate. Two words, by the way, that Michael Cole seems to use a lot when a character is plain, plain angry and livid and irate. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that because I, I noticed that so much, especially yung, yung, uh, the words he places particular stress on. So, that, but that's just me. Uh, you know what? Um, I like to say, especially after the work. I don't know if, if you saw the interview after, on, last, on, on Raw. Yeah, week. I did. I did. Okay, Shadiba. What would you say about it first before, before we go into Roman? Uh, which interview are you talking about? Seth, Roman, Paul Heyman? Uh, the Heyman Brock uh, Reigns interview. I liked it. I guess I wouldn't disagree with you when you said na, when you said online that you're actually excited for a no, confrontation. No, it's just It's planting the seeds. Heyman is doing his best to try and save it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you can see the effort. Yeah. And that's something I guess that I would always appreciate. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. I'm a Paul Heyman fan. Yep. So, you know, I will always appreciate that. But uh, now that we mentioned Roman a little bit, you interview niya, I think he tried to save himself. He tried to make himself look good. And I, I admire the effort. It, it was there. Eh? He wasn't very parang Batista na deal with it, but treat me as a face anyway. That's because, that's because Batista is a real jerk anyway. <laughs> I guess, but we don't know anything about Roman Reigns, about Joe yeah. Anuwa'i as a human being. Uh, yeah, I guess. So we can't exactly judge him uh, based on behind-the-scenes shit. But uh, I guess you could see the effort that they were trying to salvage it, but I think uh, it's far too late to see no, Roman I don't, I don't, Reigns as a think, face. I don't think it's far too late. As a face? As a face? You know, uh, my caveat is as a face. Oh, so you think they're turning him heel? I think they have to turn him heel. Why are they? I would rather they turn him heel now um, because nandun na rin eh. I'm, you're, you're, uh, he's very much ripe for a heel turn. And Lesnar's also getting face pops na rin. He's a badass. Now, you just don't want to cross him. Whoever fucks with Lesnar gets fucked by Brock Lesnar. So you know, he, he could transcend face and heel, eh? those, those two um, alignments, right. and just have Roman Reigns be a heel at this point. Let him be another authority lapdog because you know, that's how people look at him anyway. I, I just had a thought. I just had a thought now. Um, yes, it's possible to save Roman Reigns here, but the mere fact that this is the second time in a row that the WWE has to probably change someone into a villain after you know conquering the Royal Rumble as a face, uh, yeah, speaks a lot on something being wrong here. Not that we don't know that it's wrong. I don't know that yun. But that should send the message <laughs> yeah, to them. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, uh, going back to Reigns. Um, this interview, um, this episode of Raw, makes me believe that, in theory, there isn't really anything wrong 
with Roman Reigns winning. In theory, if the whole thing, the whole end game was executed properly okay. in the middle part. Right, Papi. right. I understand that because even during the Rumble match, after, after it ended, oh. we were talking amongst right. ourselves and, uh, amongst our, ourselves, and uh, I think I was one of the first ones to say, nah, you know what, if they kept Daniel Bryan at least until Final Four, I would have been happy. Right, right. And, and most other people, like uh, not just Daniel Bryan, more like... Uh, if Bray was, Wyatt! Hell, Bray Wyatt! Bray Wyatt, yeah. Right, let's, uh, let's talk about the eliminations, the goings-on of the Rumble. I think this Rumble might be the worst Rumble in history, not, because, not just because of what you said the night we were watching it, but I thought about it. I let it marinate in my head. And I realized now this rumble was not telling any sort of story. Even with the Reigns victory, there was no story. It was all, everything that happened in the rumble was all a series of spots. They go from one spot to the other, one spot to the other, one spot to the other, to the next. And they're trying to get a reaction from the audience, from the crowd, from the viewers, without giving any sort of dramatic justification for that reaction. I like that you mentioned dramatic justification because I felt like the biggest eliminations were pretty devoid of drama. Yun, yun, exactly, exactly. Take a look at Dolph were, Ziggler, for example. They were not moments, they were just spots. Yeah. That's, that's the big problem. To me, I think the best example is Dolph Ziggler. Like He was coming, uh, he was trying to attack Sho and Kane from the top right. rope. He launches himself off the top rope only to get hit with a knockout yeah, punch. That's which a is spot. shocking. It was a spot. And then he didn't even have a chance to fight for his life. Right. The, the one time he was launched over the top rope, boom. Wala right. Game and, over. And I really have to credit Brandon Stroud for this. Um, actually, I'm not sure if it... Yeah, I, I'll just give him credit anyway. I have to give it credit for, for, for analyzing it that way. Because when, he's, when, when I read him... Um, when I read him... You know, process it that way, and you realize, oh, I know. But I'm, that's why nothing felt real to me with with all of this. It's like uh, as I, mean, I was saying this, this year's Rumble was a was the Royal Rumble equivalent of a Davy Richards match. Um, I, I don't, I know you don't, you don't, you haven't seen a lot of Wolves matches, but yeah, I haven't. Davy Richards for those uninitiated, he goes from spot to spot to spot to spot to spot to spot to spot. Which is basically a spot yeah, test. Yeah, he without resting, without pausing in the middle, without selling, um, not just for himself but also for the opponent. Yeah, without creating space for any drama, he hits a lot of big moments uh, or big moves, but they're not moments. They're just spots, and they're just a quick, you know, they're just quick stops to the big finish. So in the end, there really is no story. Yun, there, there might be a story, but there is no time or space for the drama to play out. Okay. And that's the same with this rumble. Eh? You mentioned that um, all the big eliminations were devoid of any feeling. Yeah, because I, I, I couldn't see anyone fight for their yeah. life. Like, I guess the closest thing was Kofi, and even that really wasn't very... It was, no, it wasn't even a thing. It was just his usual yearly rumble eliminations or, you know, near elimination spot. Yeah, well, you know, I'll give Kofi and the Rosebuds credit for that. And even Adam Rose, that was pretty funny. Uh, that was something I enjoyed. The closest thing to something really big happening was the interaction between Miz and Miz Dao. Mm, yeah. And even then, that was pretty... Well, that, well, that, they, they wasted bro, it. Bro, Miz Dao was on a roll. Yeah. And they quickly snatched it away from him. They swept, they swept the rug from under him. 
without letting it build to anything. Mizdal lasted all of 18 seconds. And then when it was time for Miz to react to Mizdal getting eliminated, well, that end, they cut out to the next entrant because he was there. Well, Adam Rose, was it? No, no, no. It, it was a Jack Swagger. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Right, 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 right. And Jack Swagger was longer, was there longer than fucking Dolph Ziggler, man. Longer than fucking Daniel Bryan. Exactly. Jack Swagger I, I, lasted 12 I, minutes. Bro, here's the thing. Eh? Um, you know, Jack Swagger was like in the final four, I think. Final five. Whatever. Final. That's the last few guys. Yeah. Like and, last 10, 11 guys. And normally, and he's a face at this point. If they built enough drama for him, you know, as, you know, you know, uh, setting up spots for near eliminations that he ke- he keeps fighting out of, I would even pull for him for being in there that long. Yeah, it would have mattered. But the yeah. thing about the Jack Swagger, at least his entire run in that Royal Rumble, for the most part, he was just in the corner. But because there was no drama, I was like, why is Jack Swagger still here? He's, that- I know he's an underdog, but now I don't see him having a place or having any good reason for him to still be here at Other this time. Other than to be eliminated oh, later oh, on. Oh, patatagan mo dyan. Hindi ka naman ano. Hindi ka naman big player. So, yeah. It, it was a very disappointing outing I mean, as like, a rumble. I mean, yo, um, Bray Wyatt was so strong in the early to middle part. But then they just killed him totally. They just killed him. Towards the end. I get it. I get that um, Big Show and Kane were maybe trying to get some heel heat on them. Which is fine. Which is fine. But, uh, God, there was... It was all useless without the corresponding drama with the guys they just threw out, man. You want to talk about the super rain spot? Because I, I think it has to be mentioned at least for a good minute. Which one is a super rain spot? Uh, how he had to revive himself just to eliminate Rusev after having suffered that beatdown at the hands of Big Show and Kane. And then Rocky comes out to help him and then Rusev's still in there. We want Rusev! We Happy, want Happy. Rusev! W- walk me through it. Right. <laughs> so, no, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to do you one. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. So, uh, so it's Big Show and Kane inside the ring, and they're manhandling Roman Reigns. They're about to toss him out, and suddenly he just uh, fights out of Big Show and Kane and finds a way to toss both behemoths out of the ring. At least that, at least that part, um, he just you know walked over there. Like I said, Big Show and Kane were fighting amongst themselves, right? Yeah, he they started to fight just, man. Because one turned on the other, show turned on. Yeah, Kane. That that is believable. Yeah, believable Because it's a main event spot at WrestleMania. Even if you're from the same faction, it's within the realm of possibility. Now you'll turn on your partner because you know that you have to make it to the big stage, which is something that Roman Reigns did to Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in last year's Royal Rumble. Because the story of the Shield from last year. Now this year you had this thing going on with Show and Kane. Roman Reigns tosses them out. Roman Reigns celebrates, not remembering that Rusev rolled out of the ring earlier on in the match. Ah, ring, so which is very typical, right? Uh, we've seen this before with Santino Morella. We've seen this before with Vince McMahon. So this has happened. And we're used to this. And then and, Rocky comes out uh, to help out uh, uh, Roman after Show and Kane try to beat him up. Rocky dispatches of Show and Kane. Rusev, uh, Roman Reigns is all alone. Rusev comes in. Mm-mm. And he's rejuvenated all of a sudden amidst the We Want Rusev chants from Philly. Mm. And it's at this point where Super Reigns... Basically, he happens and he just tosses Rusev out with relative ease. Right. And that annoys me. the greatest me. of ease. That, that annoyed me. I mean, I, 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 I get the logic that it may make sense, but I, I was annoyed given the fact that they've built Rusev up to be such a strong and credible monster. And for him to have been dispatched by Roman Reigns like that in, at the, in the finals of the Royal Rumble, parang may kulang para sa akin. Yeah, yeah, going back to Reigns. 
Okay lang sana eh, if there was enough drama, if there was good storytelling behind his win. But there wasn't because um, this is how double turns happen. Eh. This is how, um, you know, Ziggler was celebrated as a face after Del Rio turns heel on him. Yeah. Or Brett, uh, Stone Cold is celebrated as a face after surviving the Iron uh, Man match. The Iron Man match with Bret Hart. Because the storytelling in those matches, in those examples, were really good. You know, nah, I've seen both they, matches. They were, they were convincing, right? I've seen both matches, but if you ask me, and I think this is because I'm, I'm right. We're from the younger generation. Sure. Okay. Mas sa akin yung Del Rio Ziggler. Yeah, yeah, of course, but it wasn't like the best example. No, it wasn't the best example. Pero tumatak siya because I remember the story very well, and it really justified that double turn. No, but th- that's the blueprint for getting someone who isn't beloved to to a point where the audience could at least stomach him, diba? Yeah. Well, Ziggler was already beloved before his face turn in that match. Yeah. But it goes that if they they already knew that not everyone liked Roman. Right. Right. So they had to do some extra legwork to try and get him over through the story told in the match. Which they, they didn't which do. They did not do. Is and it a matter of laziness or a matter of complacence or a matter of them just being fucking stubborn? Maybe it's all three. I like to think it's all three. I don't think it's malice. I think it's all three. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, I don't think it's malice that much. But uh, yeah. Um, but I think though that it's maybe why more of why the crowd was angry and not because their favorites didn't win. No. I would understand. So there's that. always a way. There's always a way to get someone over. Yeah. There's always a way, but they just didn't do it this time. The thing about Roman, and I'll, I'll just say it again really quickly, is right now, um, it's probably too late now to build him as a face contender to Brock Lesnar's championship. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's hard. Eh? I, I don't see it happening. And that's why I, no, think, I think... I think it started now. I think Heyman is the key here. To turn, him, to turn people back towards Roman Reigns? So to bring him back into the people's graces? No, no, no. Graces. You know why? Because Heyman is the right guy to tell a story. He's the right guy to tell a story that's been missing all this time. Yeah, and, and he's despicable. Mm. We know that he can be despicable, but I don't see how. Um, I guess based on your interaction in Tatlo, Heyman, Lesnar, and Roman Reigns from last from yesterday's Raw, oh. I would say that most likely pang maging heel ng si Roman just because Heyman established the, uh, the the premise na I respect you. Right. There is a mutual sense of respect between right. between Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Unlike him, I don't um, respect you. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I, I like to make this observation though the the Roman Reigns that we saw in that segment. Lang. Uh-huh. The, the, the quiet Roman Reigns. You know, the, the more wish- subdued. Oh, the more subdued and maybe scared out of his pants Roman Reigns. Um, that Roman Reigns was the one we wanted all this time. It's lang pero intense. Uh-huh. Silent he- rage. Oh, oh. Hey. <laughs> What's up, Main Max? Um, but yeah, that's, that's the Roman we want. And, and the fact that, I don't know, maybe Heyman was the right guy to bring that out of him. Or maybe Heyman is... Might be the guy who spotted that and this and said, nah, "This is the Roman we need." Yeah, maybe that's the key. Maybe he's the key. You remember Extreme Rules? You build up to that from three years ago, 2012, when Brock first came back. He oh. had all these promos explaining how I'm not a human, I'm a beast. Oh. And then he started uh, to describe in detail how he would make John Cena bleed, how you would see liquid running down John Cena's leg, and that was piss. But yeah. the for John Cena, right? for John Cena. I was legit scared for Cena heading into that Extreme Rules match. Given my feelings right now about the product, about Roman Reigns, if Brock Lesnar were to cut the same promo and describe oh. now he would make Roman Reigns piss down his leg, I would root for Brock Lesnar, bro. I would like to see that happen. And 
um, my it's hatred. Badass, yeah. Well, it's not that it. It's because I think there is hatred within my system, not towards Roman Reigns, the character mismo, mm. but because I found Roman Reigns to be the target of my ire, because he's he shayung naging symbol of what's wrong with the way WWE has been running things right now. But are you not mad at Roman himself? I'm not mad at Roman himself. He I'm not mad at Joe. And that goes back to why the fans were mad. Because, Inya, what I said earlier, I have, to, I have to reiterate this, that we're being asked to have feelings for this guy without being given a good justification for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a good enough reason to care for Roman I think, Reigns. I think in, I, have to, I have to really emphasize this, this idea because I think this is why people are mad. Not because... Brian didn't win, not because Ziggler didn't win. That's that's the that's the thing. We have to acknowledge this. And before before we let any you know before we let anyone overreact. Speaking of overreactions, ang dami nangyari. I mean, you know, Twitter, social media, real life was rife with reactions. For one, there was a riot, a legitimate riot. That I, took I place. don't think it was a legitimate riot. You said to say it was a legitimate riot was to kind of undermine. Legit riots like you know, Ferguson or not? Oh, okay. well, it wasn't even okay, a real was riot. Ferguson, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I get what you mean. Fine. Uh, no, but, there, um, there was a disturbance. According to news, niyaman lahat ng mga tao dun nagarayot, nagamok, <laughs> nagamok. Yeah, but there were some people who were pretty pissed off at the parking lot at the Wells Fargo. Oh, some of the, some of those people were douchebags about it. Yeah, they were banging on people's cars. Oh. They were dis- not, not banging on people's cars. Th- that's what I read. Now you know they were I'm actually not banging. On well, not, they were not banging people's cars. They were banging on people's cars, making noise. They were trying to dis- you know uh, get in the way of the of the wrestlers who were trying to leave the arena. You know some people were cool with it. Some people were very stoic and stone faced. Ironically, but, but it's, yeah, it's a douchebag thing to do. To be uh, honest with you, alin yung manggugulo ka? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Come it's on, guys. It's na, diba? Like what did what did they expect them to do? Have a second rumble in the parking lot? <laughs> No, uh, the guy, guys like the Usos were pretty pissed off. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was stoic. Uh, right, hey, you, you, Dolph was the last guy you expect to be stoic in that kind of situation. Exactly. You know, but I think I, I think I think it was him being afraid for his spot. Now, if he ever decided to to acknowledge the whole fan movement, because na eh. there's right, a president. Exactly. Yeah. There's a president. For uh, that, Ryback so I, though. Ryback was. Uh, he was very cool with it. He was he was going along with it, which is kind of nice, given that you know he, he's he's embraced this whole positivity shit. Uh-oh. So I I appreciated that from him. Like if I was a fan at that parking lot, I would have been. You know what? Ryback's got cool points in my book. He's probably going to go in my fave five by this week. But uh, but uh, I mean, those guys shouldn't have been the target of of their ire of their ire and you know their their general discontent because they weren't the guys booking the show. Yeah, I, w- I would aim it towards fucking Kevin Dunn or, or Vinnie Mac himself. But uh, these guys were just trying to get home after a long show where everything that was ha- that happened that they did, almost everything that they did, but that was met with utter contempt. Kumbaga, don't shoot the messenger, diba? Oh, just let them get home. They're tired. They have to work tomorrow. But they got snowed out. I'm assuming that they were able to rest. Hey, thanks, God. Thanks, by the way, for the snowstorm. God cashing in his rematch clause from Backlash 06. <laughs> Take that, Vince. So, uh, now, aside from that uh, that little disturbance that went down in the Wells Fargo Center parking lot, there was also a hashtag that trended on Twitter, which is the hashtag cancel WWE Network. And it was a legit thing. They actually did cancel their WWE Network subscriptions because um, I think that is easier than, you know, if Cena wins, we riot. You know, nobody has ever rioted when Cena won. But... I- and it got legit to a point where the page where you 
click unsubscribe yeah. crashed. Wow. Nag-crash siya. So marami talagang ano, pumunta doon para mag-unsubscribe. But is it the right thing to do? Is it really the right way to voice your discontent with your displeasure about the product? I think, well, it depends. Eh? Um, if there were enough people who unsubscribed, then yes. Because that, that would make them take a huge hit from their main cash cow at the moment. And since they're really trying to build up the network, they're trying to get more stockholders, diba? Right? And there's, they're using the network as one of the main selling points oh, to those stockholders. That's basically boycotting the whole thing. Because um, it might not be enough of a boycott, but it's a boycott. And you lose enough money, it works. Yeah. Sana, um, sana enough people did it. Maybe, hopefully, that's what prompted them to, you know, to throw Heyman at the problem. Sana. You think that they're actually? I I I, I don't know. I mean, I I'm, I don't want to say that I have lost my trust in the product. I don't I'm have trust. Beginning. In, I don't have trust in Vince. To Vince Salaman di ko ane. Yeah, I mean, I, I would Hunter, trust anything that comes out from NXT. I was about to say that. Yeah, exactly. but you know that Hunter's running NXT well. But what about the rest of the product? Because the rest you, of the product is pretty solid, to be honest with you. Like, it's really just a main event scene, really? No, I mean, like, no, 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 no. no. Not, not the main roster, but the rest of the WWE Network product is pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, we have good specials like WWE 24. Uh, which we'll talk about later. Um, I, I like rivalries. I've enjoyed mm. it. I have also seen an episode of the Monday Night Wars. So, you know, but they, here's the thing, though. Um, you can always uh, find a way to catch any of those. Even without the network. Even without the network. We don't have the network. And we see all of these shows. Yeah, we're not paid subscribers. So, um, kaya, kaya na mga ane. Let me ask you this: You and I, you know, we're, we're we're of the same mold. We're from the we're from some third world country to these people right, in the U.S. Right, right. You know, they they could not care less about whether or not we boycott because we're not fucking subscribers. So how do people like us voice our discontent aside from complaining on the internet, which is what we're doing right now? When you think about <laughs> hey, it, hey, papi, what other way is there? Don't you think we're reading into this too much? Dina, it's supposed to be fun, ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to be fun, man. Come on. But, but it isn't, bro. It, it, there, it's getting to a point where it kind of isn't. Because, you know, yeah, yeah, um, sorry, go ahead. We demand more because we know it could be more. It's possible for it to be more than it is now. Right. You know, uh, if you remember from last year's uh, last year's Royal Rumble debacle, uh, Dewey Foley, Mick Foley's son, actually. I don't know Dewey Foley, papi. Yeah, uh, Dewey Foley actually tweeted about how they never learned. Right. In, in just a tweet, yeah. Right, right. And I tweeted something along the lines of, "So what are we supposed to do now? Like, when you're a viewer, mm. we're, we're all going to be doing the same thing, because eh? we're fans of the product. Babalik at babalik tayo. We're just going to watch the same old thing again, and that's the irony. This is that's the sad yeah, that's, part. That's the problem, man. The fact that we're even here talking about what happened is good publicity for the WWE. Because, because it means that you're all reacting. You're still concerned about yeah, it. Yeah. So you still care. So it means you're coming back to watch and see whether they can fix it. Right. So, so Dewey Foley tweets me back and he says, it's simple. They just don't give a shit about their fans. Exactly. And at, at which point, it, came, it, it just came to me. Now, you know, this whole fandom of ours right now, mm. it's like a sick, abusive domestic relationship. It is. It is. The cycle of abuse. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And it hit me at that moment. And I was like, God, I cannot wait to share these with everyone else who fucking saw that Royal Rumble. Because 
it really is symptomatic of an abusive relationship. We just keep coming back for more, even though time and time again, our trust has been broken. We've been hurt so many times, and yet we're still expecting that they would turn around and change their ways and be better for you know in the future. I think it's a matter of not getting attached because, okay, if you don't want to watch WWE, that's fine. That's your decision, as Camus said. You, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. But at the same time, um, it's also okay to watch it and not be attached to it. Parang, okay if the WWE, I love him, but if they're gonna, you know, book themselves to the ground, to to ashes, then that's their problem. Because I know I can go anywhere else and look for good wrestling and find good wrestling there. I can go maybe watch TNA <laughs> I, I kind of say that with half a smirk. Yeah. I can also go watch Lucha Underground. Yeah. Uh, I can go watch Evolve, Dragon Gate, New Japan. Right. I, wrestling is not dead. If the WWE dies, which it won't, but... Never will. Never... Oh, I wouldn't say never will, but it's heat up down. Like, unless they, you know, job Brian out completely or, you know... Stop like forever. Stop listening. If Hunter even stops listening to the fans, and maybe it will die. But I'm heat up, I'm glad you mentioned Daniel Bryan because there are reports coming out now that the plans for him at WrestleMania are basically last year's original plans, which is another Daniel Bryan Sheamus match. Which, if you recall, will be the third WrestleMania match between <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Not nothing against either of them because they have good chemistry together. Yes, they do. Uh, best example was the two out of three false oh, match they had in, in 2012. In. That should have been the match they had at WrestleMania. Right. Um, you know, but they're no Rock Austin. Sure. Right. Rock and Austin had three go rounds at WrestleMania. I want Ziggler versus Bryan too. I think, to happen. I think everybody wants mm. Daniel Bryan to face Dolph Ziggler now. Oh, Bobby. Now that we know that neither you of know, them are in the main title picture. You know, picture. you know. Ziggler versus Brian would be this decade's Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. I think it would be any Smarks wet dream of oh, a match. Oh, papi. Ganyan. It would be nice, pero ito ah, um, you know, I've been, I've been uh, clamoring for Brian Lesnar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been clamoring that's for good, that. That's a good match too. I think it can still happen this year. Well, as long as Lesnar doesn't, you know, pack up and go to the UFC. No, no, I think it can still happen at WrestleMania if you have Rollins cash in on Brock Lesnar right before Mania. Somehow write Ambrose into that little feud with okay, Reigns. Right. Then you have that triple threat shield for the title match at WrestleMania. You'll have Brian Lesnar. But then our fans will still be happy. Um, it's well, a bit of a stretch right now. It's a now. bit of a stretch, especially with the Ambrose part. But it's within the realm of possibility. But, why, but without the championship, how would Brian and Lesnar have a match? They can easily just write something. I, I, I mean, Cena and Rusev have a story now at fucking Fastlane, and they made it happen through a fucking backstage segment. <laughs> Fastlane, right? So, uh, so, so, so there's that. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not excited about a Brian Sheamus match. I don't want to see that happen. Oh, I think neither of us are. None of us are. Yeah. So I mean, nothing against Sheamus, pero well. Even if Sheamus comes back as a heel this time, because hey, I don't know, but there's always a chance to be a no. There's always a chance to be swayed because you know, I wasn't completely. I haven't. I wasn't. You know, uh, thinking about Roman's Lesnar that much. Uh, Ro- Reigns Lesnar that much until Raw happened. So what you're basically I'm saying a, is give it a chance. Open-minded the business, puppy. <laughs> okay, well, I, I think that's fair. I think that's rational, but. In any case, uh, I, I guess between the two of us, I'm the more immature, the more irrational one. So fuck Brian no, Sheamus, it's, man. It's, uh, hey, um, okay, well, some of us have to be like that because, 
Uh, well, you're entitled to it. Yeah. Eh, yung emotions mo ang pinagalaro na eh. Right. See, <laughs> abusive <laughs> relationship. Tangana, I can now go out and say I've been in an abusive relationship. I'm with your girl- <laughs> no, man, I love my girlfriend. She's a great girl. She's <laughs> hey. a keeper. Hey. I am in a sick, abusive relationship with the fucking WWE. And again, it goes back to saying that it's easy. Uh, maybe you should start being not attached to it. Because there's always good wrestling elsewhere. Yeah, there is. There always is. No, I'm attached to Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I could probably get attached to New Japan. I just have to find time for it. I'll be oh. honest. You know. So I, I guess yeah, it, it is a matter of just devoting your time I, I, I think, to I other think sources I, of wrestling. I do like the idea of Cena versus Rusev. No? Hmm. I'm, again, what, if, what if Cena wins the championship? That would be nice. But it can be in your bed. Hey. You know, it would be great for me because Cena's on my fantasy team. Right. So I would love that. Right. But Cena Rusev, from the outset, I don't like how they wrote it. I don't uh, like obviously. how it started off, well, off a fucking backstage segment. I don't think it really started from a backstage segment because you can always tie it back to Survivor Series. Okay. That makes sense. But remember how Ryback Rusev was never resolved, number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, Ryback Rusev, Ryback went out and said, this isn't about U.S. versus Russia. It's a Ryback versus Rusev thing. Okay. And at the end of the day, it's going to the U.S. versus Russia. Oh, yeah. So I'm afraid that the Cena-Rusev feud will always just go back to U.S. versus Russia. We'll see, we'll see. And that's why I think Rusev's next opponent has to be a European or has to be someone who's not American. Cesaro. Yeah. Hey. No, why not? Have Cesaro and Kid fuck with Rusev. Turn them face, even though I kind of like their work right now mm. as the, the smarmy uppercat heels. You know, have, turn them face, have them fight this evil Russian and see if people will still chant USA. Because you can't chant USA when Cesaro's fucking Swiss. Well, people chanted USA at Kid, I think. Oh, they did? Someone, someone. Shit, someone, that's stupid. They, 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 chanted some, they chanted USA at someone who was Canadian. I mean, that's stupid. Well, the crowd is stupid. They're the same crowd <laughs> who had... They're the same crowd that the Usos had to say. When y'all say Us, y'all say Oh. Because when they said Us, they kept saying Us. And yeah, this is Damien Sandow basically being correct about the masses being fucking unwashed. Yeah, yeah. And stupid. Anyway... Cena versus Rusev. Anyway, we've been talking about so much doom and gloom for the past 40 or so minutes. Let's talk about that title match. Yeah, I'm going to sure. hit you with a talk about. No, sure. <laughs> sure, let's, let's talk about that title match. I, for one, was gripped onto the edge of my seat. I watched it with my dad at oh. home. And I was also chatting with our, our buddy Mikey. Uh-huh, was, right. All three of us were just marking out. Yeah. We were like, Puta, ano pa na Especially... Yeah. Especially the spot where Lesnar got hit by Rollins from mm-hmm. the top rope. Yeah, yeah. That, that huge spot. The and how, spot, yeah. And how Lesnar was basically incapacitated for the next 10 minutes mm-hmm. or so. And then Lesnar just came back, rejuvenated, <laughs> revitalized, and fucking hit his finisher, his F5. On, but it, but on, it's believable because he's a monster. He's a, he's a beast incarnate. That's y- the y- y- gimmick. Niya. Parang, if you were Cena, you'd be mad. Because the Super Cena trope, I got it right this right, time, yeah. has been worn out. But if it were Lesnar, okay. Because he looks like he's really good. Yeah. But um, early, uh, this is the first match of the year contender for the, from the WWE. Because um, I think the first match of the year contenders came by from Wrestle of, Kingdom. From, from Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. And it was crazy over the top. And it was over the top in a good way. Yeah. That's the kind of spot fest. That is good because there were spaces in between where everything could be digested 
by the audience. You know, Dave Matthews would like that very much. Dave Matthews. The space between. <laughs> but we got to give the Phoenix Splash a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, after so many curb stomps, Rollins could not get the job done. So he turns to his long range maneuver. Yeah. The, just the first time you've ever seen it bust out, busted out in, on WWE programming. I think and it was you, the right time. They say, "Well, that's how we Right, right. Uh, fucking crazy. I haven't seen the Phoenix Splash in so long. I think for people who are new to Seth Rollins, or for people who aren't used to the idea of him belonging in the main event, like I'm sure my dad is one of those people. Right, say, right. Because he thinks he's small. No, not because or, he's small, okay, but what? because he doesn't remember who the three guys from the Shield are. Oh. Like he knows them by face, but if you say the name Seth Rollins, I have to keep reminding him the blonde guy, Money in the Bank guy. <laughs> Right, so, he's a casual fan of Yeah, he's he's a casual fan, right? Oh. I mean, he 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 knows Daniel Bryan because right. I'm a Daniel Bryan mark. Right. He knows Dolph Ziggler because right. he likes Ziggler. Right. He knows the Miz, yeah. but he can't differentiate Ambrose from Reigns from Rollins. Yeah, and thank you for bringing up the fact that he was a star. If you don't, if you haven't believed up to that point that Rollins was a main event player, you'll believe it now. Believe that, yeah. Because you know, I um I dare but say after after you know after the contract signing segment, kundi ka parin niniwala. That Seth Rollins is the shit and deserves to be on the main event tier with guys like Cena and Lesnar. That is that was it. I dare say was, Seth he Rollins. He was about st- to win it, man. He was about to win it, and all the times where it looked like he was gonna win it, yeah, I legitimately believed that he was gonna win it. They say that every superstar has a star-making moment. Like uh, Steve Austin's was King of the Ring, right? And I guess yung parang talagang when he, his star really burst was oh. that double turn right. at WrestleMania 13. Yeah, sure. Seth Rollins for me, yung kanyang star-making turn happened when he, when he was threatening to kill Edge. Okay. Between no, that, I think it wasn't there yet. No, no. Between that and this match at the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think it started there. And then it made its way, Hungus. It built to that crescendo, which is the Royal Rumble match, or the, think, or the title match at the Royal Rumble pay per view. I think um, the WWE finally acknowledging that Rollins was ready for it was during the contract signing. Yeah, this just solidified it for anyone who was looking for more concrete proof whether he could hang in a big match with these big with two big guys. Here's my question, though: When you have someone like Seth Rollins, not a big guy, oh. Uh, Coming, he's an indie darling, uh, and yet he is also one of the guys that inaalagaan ng authority in right, real life. Yeah, right. He's you know also being pushed to the moon, as some would say. You have someone not like Seth Rollins, not, not entirely. He, he hasn't, hasn't won the title. Yeah, exactly. He didn't win the rumble, and yet you have guys like Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler, who people fe- feel are ina inaape ulit inaalipus uh, na uh, What makes Seth Rollins different from the likes of Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler? I don't get it. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I honestly do not know. It makes you wonder. Because, ano nga ba? I mean, hindi, I, I won't say na mas guapo si Seth kaysa ka na Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler. I wouldn't say that. I, I, think, I hate I that think, gap in his teeth. I think uh, Bryan is less of a comparison to this because he already, he already had his moment. Okay. Regardless of what you think, how you think he got it, he had his moment. Pero, um, if Daniel Bryan never gets a moment again, mm. he will always he will go down as a one-hit wonder. And not really. I would say I don't know. I don't think he. I don't think he was because, first of all, his moment last year was prefaced by a moment the year before SummerSlam 2013. Uh-huh. That was that was when he first won the championship. Anyway, okay, sige, sige, sige. Parang it's been a thing. It just people just refuse 
kind of refuse to look at it because they want they always want the big moment for him. They always want the perfect moment for him because he ne- he never got to end it properly. Like he never got and he never lost the in title. A, in a way kasi parang ano eh, parang bitin. No, no, no. Tayo yung ano eh, tayo yung problema. Minsan. Uh-huh. Minsan we demand too much even though in 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 our in their eyes they've already kind of given us what they wanted what we wanted. Which is which was uh, that huge WrestleMania moment? We got and, that. And prior to that, because by the time he won at WrestleMania, he was already a three-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion, or at least a WWE Champion. Yeah. No, I know. Right? Total is what four? He's a four-time champ. Now that I think no, about it, it's three. He had that World Heavyweight run, that win at SummerSlam. Oh yeah, yeah. Four-time, four four-time World Champion. You would yeah. count that, right? Yeah, Night of champion. champion. And then WrestleMania. So yeah. He's a four-time cha- Okay, fine. I take that back. Sorry, BB. You my boy. But yeah, you're not a one-hit wonder. This, I don't think he's a one-hit wonder. Though. Would you say Eddie, though, is a one-hit wonder? Oh, yeah, for sure. But not because he was being held down. Yeah. He, he, was just, he just wasn't able to maximize his main event run. And his time. Oh. Okay. No, that's fair. Christian might have been a one-hit wonder. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think Christian is a one-hit wonder. Now that I think about it, oh. yeah. Interesting. No, I think that's that's an interesting uh, topic. Can, but honestly, table for later to answer on. to answer your question, I don't know what separates Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan from Seth Rollins. Maybe injuries, maybe you know health, you know the relative health. No, I mean consider that Dolph has been around right. since oh what oh five oh six. Yeah, right. But he's been he's been around sure. for quite some time, almost ten years in the E. See, Seth has only been with them since what 2010, 2011? Uh, Yeah, I guess. So, um, parang unfair naman. Eh, si Daniel Bryan also came in what? 2009, 2010, di ba? I, I said this before. I, I think I've said this before on the show. But if the WWE look at Daniel Bryan as a B-plus player because of his injury, uh, injury capacity, history. I'm okay with that. Kasi, at least, na-acknowledge na his skills niya. Sure. If they're, if they're rating him lower because of the injury... It's like rating Derek Rose lower because he's injury prone. Right? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, now that you mentioned Rose, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if his 2K rating just keeps going down from right? here on end. If it's about health, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. You don't, we don't always want to invest in a guy who is a bit fragile. Yeah. Damaged I, I goods. I get it. I get it. Damaged goods. Because right? that's just that. I'd be okay with it. Because now they know, now that they have, now they have acknowledged his skills and his drawing power. Yeah. So there. But how can they how can they capitalize though on let's say your popularity of a Daniel Bryan? Because I feel like and you know um you know, we said we would try to keep it at like thirty forty five we're approaching fifty here. Um but I I guess just one last question is nasasayangan kasi ako eh, with Daniel Bryan's popularity. I wish that they could harness that and do something more. I refuse to believe that they'll just keep shoehorning him in that Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels archetype from the mid, from the early to mid two thousands. Yeah, um, me too. I, I he is so much wasted potential if that ever happens. But again, I do hope that he isn't what his injury history says he is, which is a B pl- yeah, a B plus player. Yeah, that that's it. I can understand the I can understand the higher ups, um, you know, qualms with him. If that is the case, ah, all right, um, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually spent. I mean, I, I've, I've had a great time. You know, just talking about this, and over the last few days, just really exhausting all the opinions that have to be said. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, I felt this was therapeutic for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I do like 
talking about it because I think at this point there was no huge debate between two sides. I think it was pretty much near unanimous that there is something wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> there are some few people who who like Roman Reigns winning. Sure, that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. We'll give you that. I just wish that there was more to it. Uh-huh. I just wish that it was... I just wish we were led through an exhilarating journey to that victory in order for it to have been justified. But what do you think? I mean, I know that the IWC, of which you and I are part of, in which, and otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? Let us know. You can always bounce it off of us. You can tweet us. The Twitter uh, Twitter feed of the podcast is at the SGP podcast. Yep. For me, it's at Stan947. At Roasvar, and for our absent friend here, at Caveman Camus. Should we say erstwhile co-host? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's coming back. Eventually. Whenever that is. Yeah, eventually. In the meantime. <laughs> yeah, actually, it, it is a throwback. This was pretty much the setup from before. I feel very... It's been a while since we've had this kind of setup. Yeah, actually. So, do let us know. Pick of the week. Dude, title match. Okay. Since you picked that, I am going to pick WWE 24 this week's episode. I think it's a weekly thing now. This week's episode was about WrestleMania 30. You probably said that Hulk Hogan has documentary cameras. That's right. That caught his moment with Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. Finally. But it seems staged to me. Um, I don't oh, know. You, I, you I should give, see it. You should yeah. see it. I will. And get I will. back to me. It looks staged, but he said uh, Hulk claimed that the hap- the cameras just happened to find the two of them talking and patching up. What are the chances? Me, what are the odds? But you should really go watch it because uh, I will. I didn't cry. I promise. I didn't cry. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> didn't cry after seeing it. Not at all. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out probably when when I get home right before I edit this. Actually, there's not thirty much, minutes, I'm sure. Yeah, there's not much editing you actually. Think, so I can uh, get to it. Th- no, no, no. I mean the the, the yeah, yeah. No, no. The, the the episode is only thirty minutes. All right. Now I'll, I'll, I'll get mo, to it. Mo, documentary. I expected an hour special. Yeah. Say the rivalries was one hour. Monday Night Wars is one hour. It could have been longer for sure, but uh, they did a good job with a thirty minute episode. All right, I'll I'll get to that. If you haven't seen the title match, I don't know what universe you live in, so go watch that too. Yep. Um, you can also hit us up on Facebook. You can like our uh, like our page. It's facebook.com slash the SGP podcast, and we mentioned our Twitter feeds. Uh, we have to thank, by the way, our friends from uh, the Mellow ninety four seven studios, of course, for always hosting us. And we're going to be catching you hopefully at PWR presents Vendetta yep. February twenty first. That's speaking Saturday. of PWR, please uh, go on your Facebook, please, and search uh, type in the search box. DualShock-PWR. I like those guys. I heard they were working hard. Yeah, I, I heard they wanted to look strong. Hey, Yoon. <laughs> so yeah, go go make them look strong. Go give them a few likes. I reluctantly gave them a like. <laughs> hey, but you're supposed to watch them. Exactly. The That's day. why I reluctantly gave them a what? like. Because I'm watching them. But reluctantly. Because I want to be impartial. Oh. I reluctantly. But, but, uh, like everyone else's pages too. No, to like something, dapat genuine. I like these guys. But right, I, yeah. I have no opinion yet on these guys other than they're boot campers. <laughs> sure. So I yeah, have to reluctantly. Graduate ah, graduate. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, do like those uh, those dual shock guys. Um, I will be watching uh, Vendetta with you. Hope to see you there. That's at the Makati Cinema Square Arena, or we're calling it the PWR Arena yep, from now yep, on. Yep. February twenty one, 
6 p.m. Bell rings at 7. And I guess uh, we're going to be looking out for any signs of Camus. He might just be hiding somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A la Ronnie Raymond. So, you know, you never know. <laughs> anyway. Ronnie Raymond. I bet you like that flash reference. <laughs> oh, bro. God. Anyway, uh, that, that anyway uh, yeah, yeah. Um, download, um, I'm sure you've heard this episode by the time you get to this point. So please do like us, share it, tell your friends, subscribe, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, and rate us on UpDog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you do it. And with that, that is how you do it. And with that, we're gonna tell, uh, we're gonna get uh, watching the Flash and uh, WWE24, everything else that goes on in our regular, regular lives. Thank you so much. We're out of here. Peace. Magandang lalaki ako sa inyo lahat. Ako si Mainmax at nakikinig kayo sa SGP Podcast. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.